0: Get your lights ready, get your camera, makeup check, three, two, one, action! Welcome back, fair listeners. You are about to embark on a journey of a sports podcast by professional people who are not professional and have never played professional sports. This is the hottest topic and podcast since 1932. Prepare to be amazed on the edge of your seat and riveted throughout the hour that we will be discussing the topic of professional sports. I am your host, Max, along with... Chris. And let us commence the discourse of sports. Amateur Wow! Welcome back. We just went through a time portal back to 1933. Woo! Hot topics. Welcome back. Uh, you are listening to episode 72 of Amateur Hour. Uh, I like. I said I'm. I'm like. Well, I didn't say that. Actually, that was that guy. Uh, I'm your host, Max, <laughs> along with Strayus, uh, and we're going to talk about some sports today. We're going to talk about our highs, our lows, some uh, Kevin Durant, and some Jalen Brown rumors. Uh, a couple of clauses that are going to make Zion Williamson lose weight Kyler Murray, is he smart? And a signing for the New England Patriots that you have literally never heard of All that and more coming up in this episode of Amateur Hour Let's dive right in with the weekly highs The weekly highs Alright folks, so welcome back uh, Why do I keep doing that? So for this week, uh, my weekly high, my personal weekly high, is that I saw Jordan Peele's new movie. You saw nope? Nope. I saw nope. I saw nope like two days after it came out. I do you want me to what give him it? my rating? I'm not gonna spoil, I'm not gonna spoil yeah, anything. Yeah,
1: don't spoil it, but but like how'd you find it? I know it's in the sci-fi field and that's his first. No part spoiler to mm, it.
0: Uh, I wouldn't call it
1: sci-fi. Really? Uh, no, I wouldn't would call it sci-fi.
0: No, it has I elements caused, of it, right? Yeah, it has, it has elements of sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Um, I give it... It was very enjoyable to watch. I gave it an 8.1 out of 10. Okay, okay. Okay. That's so pretty here, good. here's my reasoning, right? It was a good movie. I, In terms of entertainment value, I really enjoyed it. Was it incredibly scary? No. Were there some parts that were intense? Yes. There was one scene that was direct Nightmare Fuel it just it it got all these phobias working all all just uh really well made fantastically acted i mean my goodness the actors he picked it was like three you could say three main characters and then a fourth you know just every and all the side Daniel Kalua.
1: I love Daniel Kalua, Kiki Palmer he's awesome Palmer. and
0: Kiki Palmer uh maybe should go up for an Oscar for this one she was really fantastic yeah oh, no she's she was, best. she was so fun uh where do you, movie was where so do you put well this made. on
1: the ranking of jordan peele movies
0: number two really? so ranking of number uh jordan peele movies get out is number one because that was yeah, it's a great
1: phenomenal movie yeah
0: this goes number two because on my scale because i enjoyed it a little bit more than us
1: mm-hmm.
0: now not that i us, enjoy a lot of things movie. more
1: than uh, 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 oh you're not talking about us right max you're no, you're no. not talking about us too.
0: No, babe, it's I'm fine. Uh, I just need to step out.
1: <laughs> you, you wouldn't do that to me, right, Max? You wouldn't do that to me. No, right, no, Ma- of right, not. right, right, right Max.
0: <laughs> um, I'm gonna go get a carton of cigarettes. I'll be back. So I would no, I would put it um. No, I'm putting it. I'm putting it at number two. It was really really enjoyable. Yeah. If you get a chance, here's my plug: go to the theaters, see it on the big screen. It was definitely worth the watch. Um, really, just cool, cool ideas, man. Cool ideas. So, mm. eight point one out of ten. Really recommend. I couldn't, I couldn't put it too much higher. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't like, wow, wow, this is fantastic. But it was a very very good movie. Bottom line: so go see. His, it. Is
1: Jordan Peele's pivot into the like film industry is probably one of the greatest pivots of all time of you lo- you love what he was creators. You thought he would be ta- typecasted literally i thought he was going to get typecasted like and he just did the complete opposite and people loved it from the get-go and he's just doing really good work in that in that space
0: absolutely and he is the definition of a creator i love it mm. so for my sports high this week my sports high is one comment and that comment is i quote f no That comment was made by DeMar DeRozan, none other than the man himself. Uh, It came out in an interview with Draymond Green. Draymond Green, in this past offseason, asked (laughs) DeMar DeRozan, a little bit of tampering on the side here. He said, hey, uh, why don't you just come down and play for the Golden State Warriors? DeMar DeRozan looks at him and
1: says, F, no. Brilliant. (laughs) You think he's going to get a bag in Golden State? They're paying like 40 people bags. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's about
0: to make like a jordan pool salary he's like oh jo- yeah no.
1: literally like jordan pool leaves golden state and he's gonna get a back like they're gonna have some massive decisions they have no way that they're gonna be able to uh recruit top end talent they have too much already they have too much talent already so.
0: right it's like and even their like young guys are, are in for big bags. James Wiseman even though he was hurt. I think Kaminga could get a bag somewhere. Poole could get a bag somewhere. I mean, Poole you already have to play Steph and Clay. Yeah. You know, it's a lot. Uh but Poole, you know, Wiggins right, Porter uh,
1: Wiggins. Porter not Porter wouldn't get like a bag. Like he wouldn't get like the bag he already got. Remember when they paid him the max contract yes, in uh, in that. Washington? He won't get that bag, but he'll get a he'll get a role player bag.
0: 2016-17 Washington was whiling out they like, were like we're going to
1: you know, insane. well it was it was um it was Brooklyn right? Brooklyn uh he was a restricted free agent Brooklyn offered sheeted him to the max and Washington said no no I think we'll keep him and I went huh <laughs> you, you... <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> you you're paying on auto... someone's going to be paying out of max he's just like serious. I remember like,
0: though. He straight he was different back then he was a little bit more of like a to the rim kind of guy you know he still had the three-pointer and stuff but he yeah he changed his game a lot now i mean now he's just strictly a spot-up shooter and there were a couple you know yeah. games and a couple weeks and a couple months where you're like oh auto porter is pretty good like where'd he come from mm-hmm. uh not worth a max though
1: oh yeah <laughs> Oh, of course. I mean like he was considered like one of the best like he was good he was considered potentially going to be one of the greatest great two-way players coming out of college but and then like, he... just the way he played he got his injuries derailed his career and he's definitely yeah, he not was, a yeah. massive scorer well, either no, so. but he
0: turned it around man he's still, you can oh, still he's still a see perfect like role matches. player
1: yeah, yeah. I, will, I would love him on my team as a role player he plays hard he shoots the ball well
0: yeah, but people are taking being a role player in the NBA is like it's a bad thing. I would love, love, love to be a role player in the NBA. Do I want to oh, be a superstar? Sure. No. You know what? I'm going to set, you know, people say dream big. I'm going to set my goal as being like a Grant Williams role player, right? I
1: think, if you get I think that's too a pretty much big limelight.
0: Dream. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm actively pursuing this, people. Don't. Yeah, don't yeah no, 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 pursue it. No, no, comments. It. <laughs> but you know what i mean like if, if i'm gonna imagine this scenario i wouldn't want to be one of the top top guys i want to be a guy who can like have a game of like dropping like 30 points you know but like mm. a game Terrence jones sprinkled in yeah you know like mm. you get on the highlight rail and you're like i did that but not a guy who's gonna have the pressure of scoring 30 points brandon williams
1: <laughs> mm. no i'll keep i'll keep the names rolling all day man I'll keep the name Drew Eubanks. I'll just pick players from Portland. Like that's the type of player you're thinking of.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I want like a Derek Jones Jr. type. You know what mm. I mean? Like
1: two way yeah. player. <laughs> two way player. Two-way hard. Player. Uh,
0: yeah. Dude, he can fly. Anyway, I'm digressing. Uh, my point <laughs> being is, I love Demar Derozan's response to Draymond Green when he's like, "We'll win a championship." They ended up winning the championship. Would it have happened if Demar came over there? Who's to say? Nobody knows. <laughs> Anyway, all right, let's uh, turn the th- th- vibes
1: down uh, and go to the weekly lows.
0: <coughs>
1: the lows. So let's start, Max, with my personal low. This is a PSA to drink more water. I am I was <laughs> I, I was so dehydrated when I woke up this morning, Max. Was honestly horrible. I just I literally had to wake up, my mouth was dry, and I literally had to wake up and just chug. A bottle Shriped of water. blood. <laughs> yo, yo, that's, that, that's like a sign one, that, I must have gone through like four different red flags if I had gotten to that point. Like that's that. Like that, that's Uh-oh. like that's like that's like, well my body is aching. Hmm I'ma keep doing what I'm normally do. Well I can't talk like this. Like I'm like like choking on every word. Um, <laughs> My like, skin, yeah, I, everything,
0: I, everywhere is cracked up, oh, and peeling, now I'm being yeah. blood. Drink <laughs> no. more water, kids. <laughs> hey, straight drinking water got, right now.
1: He's I learning two bottles oh, we, right now. like wow. I I have to now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to drink more water. PSA: Drink more water. That's good. You know, this is
0: really a reemphasis of the wellness movement that our society has been going through. You know. Yeah. People are going viral just for saying drink water. And I think that's great. You know, if you evaluate the messages that we're consuming within our media, I'll take that one.
1: I'll die on that hill. I
0: like that. You know what
1: is funny? You know what is funny? Um, I watched a video the other day of a PSA that Eric, uh, Mayor Eric Adams did for New York city. Um, Yes. uh, (laughs) It was a drink more water, little ad or whatever. And it, uh, in it, he like he's like pouring the water into his bottle or into his cup or whatever, and then it cuts. It cuts right at the moment he goes to put it up to his mouth. It cuts, and then he and then the cut goes to him bringing the water down and talking about drink water or tap water from OIC. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like roasting it. Everyone's no, roasting you know it. Like <laughs>
0: on a lot of commercials, you can't actually if you watch a commercial, especially the ones for like alcohol and beer and whatever. You can never, you cannot legally put a video of somebody drinking it.
1: Yeah, yeah, but this is water. This is tap water.
0: Oh, stray, I think it's part of the same cabal. It's really? all part of the conspiracy, man. I, I actually, uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I'm, I'm say, I was <laughs> here. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, I got so gullible for a second. I was like, but wait a second, water. Put on
0: your tinfoil hats, people. If you watch those commercials, <laughs> you can't. You'll never see them drink.
1: Because I mean, legally, like, you can't. Isn't yeah. that crazy?
0: That is crazy. But I feel like, don't they drink on talk shows sometimes? Well, no, no, I'm just talking about like an advertisement.
1: Oh, that's so yeah. weird. So they can drink an on an advertisement. A, on a, you can't. That's so weird. They can drink on a commercial. I don't contract.
0: know, Trey, because our, 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 our amoeba monkey brains will be so convinced to drink these beverages if we see somebody doing it in a commercial that that yeah. is too powerful. They had to. Had to cut it back no i am it like
1: literally like someone's getting drunk on a talk show like doing like a beer challenge and yeah and then you see the ad right next to it and it's like think about that bacardi rum all. ad that's crazy
0: yeah no the bacardi rum ad they all just dance nobody's drinking they're all just dancing right it's selling you the lifestyle because right. you could be this cool if you drink bacardi
1: Aww. yeah yeah that's that is crazy that is crazy well i'm
0: glad you're hydrated
1: I'm I'm getting there. I'm definitely getting there. You got you, I mean you got to take baby steps, right? You got to take baby steps. All this <laughs> <laughs> The stray
0: is double fisting.
1: Double, double is fisting of water. Let's move on to my Sports Low Max and I'm moving to baseball with this one. Uh, not the oh, Red no, Sox. Oh no, not though. more Red Sox, thank not god. Not the Red Sox. Not the Red Sox. <laughs> Although if if the people have time for another fifteen minutes, I can go on about the last couple of games. That's okay. We're, we're canceling the segment wanna, this week. Okay, cool, <laughs> cool. You know, I just wanted to make sure. You know, I wanted to get the opinion out there. Maybe put a maybe put a poll out there. <laughs> this week, this week, uh, Mike Trout uh, got got some it looked like got some bad news. He has uh, a chronic back injury that oh. he's gonna, he's dealing with. That it came out that he's been dealing with and i mean i could go into what it actually is called but i forgot off the top of my head but they they're saying that it's going to be something that he's going to have to deal with for the rest of his career and that he's going to have to continue to manage it throughout playing it doesn't rest- it probably won't restrict him from never playing again obviously he's going to continue playing and rehabbing and stuff like that but but that's uh, that's tough news to hear as a baseball fan Considering Mike Trout, although there isn't a—I mean, at the time he was probably playing his you know best baseball of his career, and he's continuing; he's still playing really well right now. But like when he was in MVP races and winning MVPs and stuff like that, yeah, it was tough to find a face of baseball. And like considering like other sports, like faces of baseball come far and few between. He was one of them. He was it during that mid like that mid twenty tens. He he's that it. guy he was that guy right and now you could say his teammate Shohei Otani is that guy and has taken you know some of True. that spark just for his you know pitching and his you know just ability to be a two-way baseball player you kid you don't see those many you don't see those anymore yeah but Mike Trout you know still hitting homers now you get news that he's going to have to deal with this back injury uh that it's chronic and he's going to have to continue to manage it he took a cortisone shot probably like a couple of weeks ago And his doctor Uh, said that it's going to take two weeks for it to be into effect because of the area of the injury and, you know, what he's trying to manage with. You can't mess around with your spine, man. That sucks. So that's a tough one. And hopefully he continues to, you know, rehab well and manage that so that he can continue to play. He signed a massive deal with the Angels. I think he still has over a decade left on that contract. So hopefully he can play through it and be you know be effective because i mean the angels need it right they're already going through really bad times they went from mediocre to bad they continue to even with mike trout they were not that great now they have shohei otani and now he's getting put into bad trade rumors like that's insane like that he's his name is even coming up in trade rumors he's probably the best well, no, the best player in baseball if not one of the best bears in baseball his name is getting put out there wow um, the angels don't have a lot going for him so this is like a kind of a, a couple of bad news items for the angels right now that wow. they're dealing with
0: wow that's wow that's really i mean wow I,
1: wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, well it's tough man. I, a decade you know left back, man back stuff no, is I, tough I, I you know, I know, uh, I know yeah. about back stuff. Well, I I
0: think we talked about it on this podcast. I slipped a disc, you know, last year, mm-hmm. ah, whenever it was, and man, that puts you out. So I can't even imagine having to go back really quickly into professional sports. Especially, if a shot is going to take two weeks to get like all the way through your spine, and that's yeah. not a permanent fix. You mm-hmm. got to understand that that is like a we're going to alleviate the pain and try to get some movement back in there. If there's yeah, if your spinal cord's locking up. Man, and he's got a decade left on his contract. Like, I'm sure he wants to play, right? It's Mike Trout. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I know who Mike Trout is, you know? But, wow, that is really, really tough news to hear.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. I
0: Hey, you know, let's look on the positive side, though. These guys, and we've, ta- we've said it before, and I'll say it again, they have the best trainers, the best doctors, the best nutritionists. So, hopefully, staying positive, something can be done to kind of get him back to form but yeah we'll see wow that we'll is see. that is a yeah. low thanks thanks ray
1: <laughs> sorry to down, you, <laughs> down your vibe <laughs> well are we getting into the meat and potatoes or what oh we'll get into those meats and potatoes and those but taters.
0: Mm. Mm,
1: taters. hey what's your favorite
0: real quick what's your favorite form of potato
1: i mean fries are just so easy to get so i probably have to say fries curly fries maybe
0: oh okay i'll take that i think
1: i'd have to go curly fries because man you can uh, loaded curly fries or whoa this is is a family
0: friendly podcast
1: waffle fries max i feel like people don't talk about waffle fries
0: chick-fil-a's waffle fries
1: i don't think i've had a chick-fil-a waffle fry i've had a wild wings and go
0: to chick-fil-a just get their fries yeah i'm telling their fries are that good they're that good
1: is the waffle fries new there? I feel like I haven't heard about it.
0: No, like that's just what their fries are. They just cut them like waffle fries. Delicious. Oh, really? Uh, I'd say, yeah, I'd say my favorite is either hash browns or tater tots. Mm. I mean, but mm. fries are great too. You know you what? Know? Being
1: a vegetarian, like if I go into a Wendy's, the one thing I'm getting is a baked potato because, or a fries or a baked potato because that's all really I can get. So <laughs> ba- baked potatoes for me are underrated. I think a loaded baked potato when you put the... You Know if you put nacho cheese, if you put shredded cheese, you know, season it up, put a uh, put sour cream, chives. Mm. I mm. know if you're if you like if you, you know, carnivorous, you'll put some bacon bits on there or something like that. But a load of baked potato, mm, filling, mm. you just need to have one, you just have one good potato, mm. just you know, mm-hmm. just swallow that thing whole,
0: <laughs> yo. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of other potatoes, uh, the topic I let's get into first is uh, a crazy, wild, crazy rumor. So as we know, Kevin Durant is on the docket. He's up for trade. And one thing that was incredibly upsetting as a Boston fan is to hear that Boston supposedly, allegedly took a stab at Kevin Durant. And their offer included Jalen Brown, Derek White, and first-round pick. The Nets promptly declined this offer, came back with a counter of Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, another role player, and then multiple picks. <laughs> wow. The Nets have got Reefer in the boardroom. Because... No, seriously, seriously. They, they got, I mean, Jalen Brown by himself, that already to me, you could even almost do like a one-to-one. Because if you think about the circumstances, right, this guy just dropped 34 points in an elimination game in the finals. He had had a really incredible season. He's addressed a lot of his injury concerns, right? Like Jalen Brown mm-hmm. has had a couple injuries, kept them out. He was re- like incredibly healthy this year. Yeah. By really any standard, he missed a few games at worst. And you're trading him for a declining superstar. Putting Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons together, I mean, it, those are those are two all-star caliber players, right? It might work, yeah. Might work. Do you retain Kyrie Irving? Who's Who's to say? What do, you, do you take mm-hmm. that pick and get whatever, you know? Derek White, too. If you look at him by the numbers, he is a borderline all-star player. Just in terms of, like, you know, efficiency points assists, things like that like he has good numbers when he was with san antonio um so you know that right there that's a great offer and then a first round pick i mean that is a great offer and you can consider that one of the best offers somebody's put on the table for kevin durant i mean what are you getting i i I don't know shay how did you feel about that when you saw the rumors because i was pretty upset i for me at for the first time i was like i don't want kevin durant if that's the trade
1: yeah i don't like it in the form of if you get Durant here, whose team is it going to be right? And that's a team. That's a problem that the Celtics have had for a while of, you know, whose team is it right when you, when you have the, the Kyrie Gordon Hayward era, and then the young guys are playing better. Right. And then now, tatum and brown right and then they kind of you know what i mean like and and marcus smart and they already had a an iffy dynamic at points in the past that you know could have broken them up
0: chemistry issues yeah
1: but now you've gotten to a point where you you get over the hump you make it to the finals you're a couple games from winning the finals and you bring in a dynamic that could Change everything that you'd had or that you're currently having with this current chemistry, right? You don't give an extra, you don't give another year to see whether this will continue, right? You already are, and that's and that's a thing of like you've brought Malcolm Brogdon in and you've brought Gallinari in, and now you've increased your depth, right? You bring KD in, you're losing some of the depth that you had, right? You're losing that starter piece that already fit. You're losing some of the depth you had. And we don't have many picks right now as it deals with, right? We gave one up in the Kemba Walker deal. We gave one up and a conditional one up in the Derek White deal. You know what I mean? Like we're we're giving up some picks. Well, on that straight, I think.
0: Yes. A lot of first round
1: picks going out the door.
0: Well, right. But I actually, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind Brad consolidating in in terms of what Brad Stevens, the GM of the Celtics has done over the past, what, two years. I really, really like his moves. If you compare him to Danny Ainge, who was at a certain point hoarding picks, like we had so many. And I remember speaking with a lot of other Celtics fans and said, hey, can't we do something with these? Well, turns out Brad Stevens had the wherewithal to actually do something with that. So I understand. I hear your concern. But at the same time, in the regards to just picks, I think that's okay. If we think about essentially what we got rid of those picks for, and I sent Shrey a picture of the the new roster and players that we got rid of, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we, we got rid of a lot of dead weight, and we consolidated those picks into Brogdon, into subsequently Gallinari because he was a result of all these other trades and moves, into Derek White, you know? I think – and we got – we kept the picks that actually panned out. We thought yeah. Aaron Naismith was going to be great. Gave him two years. Didn't turn out to be much. Romeo mm-hmm. Langford. we gave him three years. Didn't do anything. Sammy Ogilvy, we kept him on the roster for, God, way too long. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? So well, I think that what, what what we did with the picks is actually really, really smart. And we're in a better position this year than we were at the start of last year.
1: Well, and that's Just the thing my is that, yeah, no, and that's the thing is that I'm not worried about us giving up the picks, considering what we got for him. I'm now considering in the form of, if we get if the Celtics get Kevin Durant right you're giving up a pick for it you're now giving up the depth that you used picks to get right you're you're could is it's, it's considered you're considering this another pivot basically right when when you have a plan of okay we're gonna keep Tatum and Brown together and we're gonna give up the we're gonna give up some of our future to get veteran pieces that we can add to the depth behind these guys are playing boom you know in tandem with these guys yes but then if you now say okay we want durant you're completely pivoting that that plan and saying okay yes. this guy has come on the market whatever our plan was to trade picks to get that depth we now want to push those chips to the middle of the table for durant because yes we would rather have a two, potentially two alpha (laughs) tandem two alpha. like You know what I mean? Yes. And that's the thing that scares me is like having that, that dynamic. What is that going to be? You know, Tatum doesn't want to back down from Durant. Tatum has talked about Durant as kind of wanting to go at him. Same with Kyrie Durant obviously won't back down to anyone on the basketball court. So Durant's not going to be
0: anything but top dog. He's earned the right to be the sigma yeah but jason tatum also wants to be sigma but right now we have a dual alpha relationship you know for breaking this down in in primal terms here but we have we have like jalen brown and jb they are the leaders marcus smart thinks he's triple alpha marcus smart's not marcus smart is beta soy boy sit in the corner shoot your threes play defense no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> this is why we have haters, right? because things started, like that.
1: Let's turn it to a, a Twitch chat real fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ooh, woo. So, no, if we, I mean, no, I agree with you. It's like, are, do you believe Kevin Durant is enough? Are you going to cash in exactly like you said? Are you going to cash in your chips this year because you believe that Kevin Durant is the re, the way that you're going to get a championship? I don't with what we have constructed, right? I would rather have good basketball played by the best because we know the best team is going to win the finals. The Warriors are a good team. We saw when Steph Curry had an off night, the rest of the team played well. The Celtics, when Tatum has an off night, the team can take over. Kevin Durant, I mean, when you gouge your depth like that, we saw the Brooklyn Nets, man. We have seen the Brooklyn Nets. When you gouge your depth and (laughs) Durant and Kyrie are getting locked up, you want Blake Griffin to come in there, sweat his butt off, and and, and get you two threes, and that's it? You know what I mean? Like, we've seen how this fails. The the Nuggets without Jokic last year, the year before. Ah. The Bulls, the Bulls, after they got hurt, and like when DeMar DeRozan is out and Levine's out, nothing. You right. need a good team. Team. So, let me, I agree with you, and I think that the risk of KD, in terms of an injury standpoint, is also too high for me to feel confident in getting him.
1: And so, let me let me let me pose a question to you: Is I'm thinking of this to the point of okay, if we get Durant, at what cost? Right. At what cost? Right now, yeah. that price is that right? That price is exorbitant right and I, and many teams know about it and that's why trade talks have stalled you don't get a lot of suitors for Kyrie and KD and Donovan Mitchell right now right these trade talks are stalling because they they won't leave that price now what if it gets to a point and I, and I know that Brooklyn isn't desperate in a sense yet considering they have Durant on term and if he wants to play basketball he'll play as long as he's on a team what if Brooklyn gets to a point where they say, okay, you know, we can't have this dynamic any longer. We, you know, This has been a story for too long. It's a distraction to the team. We don't want, you know, to get into the season, have Durant have to answer questions or we have to answer questions about Durant and, you know, what his future holds and, you know, what all those conversations were about and things of that nature. We're going to have to lower the price. What if it ends up being a a, a Jalen Brown and pick scenario? jalen brown a couple of picks less role players no role players involved in that deal do you then kind of you know it, it turns into a one for one technically obviously that pick is in there or those picks are in there but you know considering you might have to rant on the team that i'm assuming that those picks are going to be low 20s type of picks do you do a one for one like that In in an essence in a vacuum
0: you're you're asking me you're asking me if i do a one for one
1: correct well in a sense of like what if that price goes down if that price goes down you don't have to add the smarts of the world the brogdons the the um the derek whites and maybe you know what i mean and it's more just pick jalen brown picking jalen brown type of thing Mm, no here's why it's a tough decision. I'm not saying I'm – not, I'm not trying to lead you in one way or the other. It's a tough
0: – No, no, no. I agree. I agree. And in, no – and this is why I don't trade – again, haters, come out of the woodwork. No, I'm not going to trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant one-to-one right now. Even in a vacuum because of all the reasons that we previously stated. If we look at talent right now, Kevin Durant still wins. It is Kevin freaking Durant, man. I've got his Golden State jersey in the other room. He is one of my favorite basketball players. He is smoother than silk, but he is stronger than iron. Not when it comes to injuries. But when he with the way that he plays. You know what I mean? It is Kevin mm. freaking Durant. And I would love to have him on my team any day of the week. However... Kevin Durant is now 34 years old. Kevin Durant has been injured a lot, right? I mean, he missed so much of this season with, was it hip injury, a back injury? It was something. It was something that kept him on the sideline and kept the Nets struggling. I mean, the Nets went from like two really quick down to 10, right? Yeah. Stuff like that. <sighs> Because of the injury risk and because of the chemistry and because of the potential dynamics that I don't see working with with Kevin Durant, I would rather keep Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, and I'm going to joke for a second, (laughs) has been expanding his knowledge with Kanye West. Boom. Instant W. I'm taking that. (laughs) Jalen Brown has been working out in the pool. Jalen Brown has been continuing his development with Tracy McGrady, who Jalen Brown kind of reminds me of him just in mm. the way that he moves and he can score and he can just shoot and pull up and is incredibly athletic. Mm. I see flashes of that T-Mac game. And, man, if T-Mac didn't get hurt, oh, my goodness. I mean, he he already he already is, you know, a legend, but you know what Hall I mean. Hall of Famer, yeah. Um, Jalen Brown has made strides every single season. I mean, I remember originally watching <laughs> – let me share something – Uh, From my family, when Jalen Brown was not having a great sophomore and then third year, my dad, who was a Jalen Brown hater, I think because my mom loved him so much that he felt like he had to kind of counteract that within the household to keep the equilibrium of Jalen Brown. uh, He would call him poopy in the pants because he looked like he played with a full diaper. That is the explanation. Incredibly disrespectful. That is no longer the case, and I would I would hate on my dad for hating on Jalen Brown. I was like, you can't even say that, and he's like, oh, he just turns the ball over. I'm like, that is the most ridiculous, atrocious thing. My point being to this story <laughs> is that Jay- <laughs> he's gotten better every year, man. Yeah. So for all those reasons, my long winded and- explanation, I'm keeping Jalen Brown.
1: Period. Well, yes, I I 100 agree. Right now, I think you owe it to this team to keep it intact and try to see if it can move towards that, you know, move further, go into the championship level. Right. One thing we talk about with the Red Sox is that, and especially if the Red Sox in the past two years is that when have they ever done enough? Right. And when they, how do they reward their players in this Heim bloom era to continue to win? Right. Do they, do they add to the team? Do they do they empower their players to continue to winning and not just you know, look towards the future and try to get prospects and try to get picks? With the Celtics, you have that now. You've you've created a team that you have that this team is this management is invested in. They're paying over the luxury tax by about $30 million to to invest in this team and go for a championship. You owe it to this team and you owe it to the fans considering the investment you're making and how you, you know, are empowering the players to, to play the way they're playing and improve to go with this current team. To then look at kind of this new shiny object in the distance and how much it would take and, you know, just kind of adding those stories to the to the fold. Mm. You don't, like, that's a dynamic you don't really want to ruin. Like, I, I think of... Jalen Brown, in a sense of you know, how is he feeling about all these rumors? Right, he tweeted SMH, SMH after, yeah. after the Woj and the Shams report came out, and you know, could it be have could it have been you know because oh, this is coming up again because you know when we talk about Celtics trade rumors, Max, and in the past couple of years when people are thinking of splitting the Jays up, who do we normally think of getting traded out first? Jalen Brown, right? He was in trade rumors for Damian Lillard. He was in trade rumors for Paul George. You know what I mean? He's been trade. He's been trade rumors for his whole life because people consider Tatum that player that you know that build around type of player. So when we look at Jalen Brown, how is he? Is is he gonna? Is this gonna be too much for him? Is this like you know when's the last straw? Like that's why I don't like, especially once he has proven that they can continue to win and improve not just within their own statistical spheres but also from a winning standpoint then like he's going to be like you know i've shown you that i can only improve and improve the team and now you're you know i'm con- going to continue being in, it, like i, I that's going to change someone's psyche about an organization so i would rather and and don't don't forget max the player that you're trying to get also has a has a kind of a reputation for leaving early.
0: Yes. Yes. And I was going to say this. I was going to add that, well, one, Trey, you're spitting fire. That's all facts. All of that is facts, right? That is the thing I want to, I want to talk about, too. This guy's got a rep. Now, this is speculation, right? And you can't – don't don't hold us to this. It's speculation, right. but based off of the evidence that we've seen over the past five, six years, Kevin Durant can win championships, be part of a freaking dynasty, and still be like, yeah, I'm going to go play with my friend. I get it. <laughs> I want to play with my friends too, right? If I had a uh, choice between playing with Shreyas or playing with Johnny Scrub, yeah, I'm going to pick Shreyas 10 out of 10 times.
1: Appreciate that. Appreciate that.
0: Or even if it's like if I'm playing with Shreyas or I get to play with like against like a pro player, dude, I want to play with my friends. We're going to have a go at it. I get it. But at the same time in your professional career, what you did, maybe not as snaky as James Harden, oh, this Brooklyn thing isn't working out. I want to go to Philly. Boo. Uh, But yeah. Yo, he might have had it right though maybe James Harden was right the whole time. James Harden stands everywhere. I clapping. <laughs> we knew our boy. We knew our boy had it right. Yeah. Yes. Watching oh, on the club TVs. The guy's got no loyalty. You're going to trade a homegrown hero, literally for a guy who's probably going to leave in a year.
1: He's had stuff to say about Boston too, right? Like he's, he's not been the most vocal support supporter of Boston what makes anyone think that he'd want to stay for more than a year or right you know right you know what I mean so right now you're in a position of okay Jalen Brown's contract is up in two years I think two years uh, this year this year and next year so then he becomes a free agent do you would you rather play it out and hopefully he does sign a contract and you show that hey you know all this all these, all these rumors are, you know, bull crap. We don't, we don't really want. Yeah. We maybe have had a conversation, be honest with them. Yeah. We maybe had a conversation, but we just don't feel like it's in our best interest to, to have like, you know what I mean? Like to trade you and not make you a part of something bigger that we're building and try to get him to sign that extension. I think that is more likely that Jalen Brown kind of is like, okay, yeah, I know this team, this, this organization is going to stay loyal to me. I, you know, I want to sign a big deal. Decides that second extension and it's tough to get a player of his caliber to sign that second extension we've we've talked about it before you know what i mean after that rookie deal it's tough for someone to come back and and uh want to stay i think that's more likely though than wanting than having kevin durant either stay all of his four years or sign another deal right and when you're signing him to another deal he's gonna be 38 39 40 you know what i mean like he's gonna be he's going to be that old too. I just don't think it's in the best interest considering how this team has had a youth movement with veteran yeah. presence to yeah. then build around a veteran star. It, yes. it It doesn't make sense for them right now.
0: I agree. I agree. So as we always say, it remains to be seen, but these are our thoughts and man, that was, there was some super hot fire in there. Now let's, change our gear here gonna shift our pedal a little bit and we got two big clauses within professional sports contracts that are worth mentioning on this podcast now the first one is for one of my all-time favorite players i mean this guy is an all-time great shoots like 68 percent from the floor i mean he's goaded right all-star all-star oh my god zion williamson big boy Guy ate his whole contract and then they reprinted it and it came out with a weight clause. Zion Williamson is now subject to periodic weigh-ins. Like he's a professional boxer throughout the season. He will get literally fined money. If his weight is above a certain amount. Now, I don't, I didn't see them disclose what the actual amount was. I'm thinking if it's over
1: like 300. So it says that, uh, Williamson must weigh in at below 295 pounds periodically oh, and it was 300 if, and his body fat percentage will be monitored as well I think there's it's like a thing of body fat percentage plus weight has to be under 295 or 300 or something like that that's how they're kind of dealing with that but yeah it's now you know written in. That he needs to watch his weight, and I, I think that's a real concern. And I feel like before, with how with how the media talked about it, with how fans talked about it, people were people would say, "Oh, but you know, you know, why are people talking about Zion's weight? It's not really that much of a problem." Like, yeah, he needs to get healthy, but you know, I feel like it's overblown. Well, if it were very overblown, why would the team write it into his contract that he needs to be? watching weight watching his weight right so you can't have it both ways you can't say you know oh like this is basically proof that the team is concerned max that his weight is dealing into his injury concerns
0: shrey i was joking about 300 pounds but it's actually 294 pounds. i mean that is a serious concern i mean that is that is heavy again we we lest we forget he is 6'6 yeah that is a big chunky boy that is a big chunky boy i'm six five and i weigh just over 200 pounds now i'm lean as a bean but if i put on another hundred pounds oh my no i would i i mean that that is big and i agree with you and i've said this before and you look at exercise science sometimes your tendons and your ligaments cannot keep up with the literal like force production of your muscles if there is that much of a disparity between your like your like your size and and the rest of your body right so every time he jumps i mean that is boom that is pulling on his knees and we've seen his issues are knee and ankle related right now Mm -hmm. there are things that he can do to combat that and one of them is keeping his weight lower he's not going to get rid of his force production but his knees and his whole body have to compensate for that much weight going up and down Mm -hmm. you need to think about these pro dunkers their landings are just as athletic as their jumps you need to be able to safely get on the ground, land on both feet, one feet each of them. You know, you have to be able to do all this stuff and do it consistently to prevent injuries. I mean, one wrong landing, you've got Gordon Hayward, D Rose, a lot of stuff. You know, right? We've seen John Morant tweak a few things. Mm-hmm. One wrong landing, and you are you are toast. And for this guy, I mean, you, I, I, Shrey, if you think about everything that New Orleans has invested into this player. I believe that the team has a right to be concerned, and really, they're acting with his best interest in mind. They're saying, "For hey, sure, we want that's you to the ma- thing. Maintain a healthy weight so that you can continue to play and further your career. Not just for our us having you here, because we, we we've had you on the roster, no problem. We want you to continue and have a healthy, long career. Boom. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he's going to have to think about okay, the life after his athleticism." How is he going to continue that career as well? Right. So right now he's young and he's able to, you know, even if he gets hurt, he can bounce back. And I'm expecting if he's healthy to start this year, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with to start, right? And and that's not a that's not a <clears throat> that's not something that's gonna be like debated in a sense. We know how he plays when he's healthy. Right. But that's the thing is like you're we're always adding the stipulation of when he's healthy. And now what happens when. The health is there, but the athleticism isn't there if he's not healthy. Right. Healthy in a sense of, you know, keeping up in shape and things of that nature. How long will his career be past his athleticism? Right. When we think of a prime example is. um, Yes. Carter. Right, you look at Vince Carter and his vroom, early vroom. part of his career. His early part of his career was, you know, half half man, half amazing. Right, that's his. That was his thing. That's his. People watched, wanted to watch him dunk the basketball. Opposing teams would cheer when he dunked the basketball. That's how athletic this guy was. But then, how did he continue his career even past the injury concerns and things of that? He nature? developed his shot. He developed his shot. Right, he turned into a three point shooter, and he was able to extend his career 20 plus years yeah Yeah. so zion's got to think of okay i'm there's gonna be points where i'm gonna get hurt and but how can i stay healthy and how can i how can i improve my game so that past the athleticism i can still keep getting these checks
0: yes and this is why his comments a reporter asked him he said hey well if we're thinking about longevity well why don't you consider like do you ever consider switching out some dunks for layups right it's lower mm. impact. You don't have to jump as high. You know, it's a little bit of a different skill. Zion looks at him left. He says, I'm always going to dunk it. And then he ate the microphone. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think that begs a fair question, Shrey. That begs a fair question. It's like, hey, in the interest of the longevity of your career, would you consider switching up your play style to help you play longer? And Zion yeah. Williamson answered with a smart Alec remark. And then ate the microphone. I mean, no, come on. I, that that kind of attitude is, is what really grinds my gears as a non-professional, professional sports analyst, okay? Right. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Vince Carter is a perfect example. He developed a three-point shot. He could still dunk, but that wasn't what he was doing in game. For sure.
1: For sure. For sure. And, and he, I mean, and and he became how, a good player. And people yeah. wanted him not only because of his shot, but then also then his veteran presence, right? If you last that long in the league, and continue to make an impact as a role player teams will pick you up so i know it's tough it's tough as like a very long-term site like zion right now has that athleticism so it's tough to look 10 15 years in the future and say oh okay i'm gonna lose all of this when you have it all right now right but i think obviously making those changes like what that media reporter said of hey have you thought about you know switching out some dunks or you know what are you doing to improve the shot and how are you going to improve that outside game and things of that nature? Like those are things that he needs to think about right now. And like, even if it's not, Oh, I'm doing this for 15 years later, subconsciously, it'll help him once he gets to a point where, Hey, I like my body can't take rocking the rim anymore. So it's like, there's there's something to think about for him as well.
0: Something to think about. And it's all again, for his best interest. Yeah. So, Well, the other contract, too, and this one (laughs) might be a little bit more insulting than the Zion one. This is a stunner. This one's a stunner. So, as we know, and we discussed last week, check out last week's episode if you have not yet. The Cardinals offered Kyler Murray an absolute bag, making him the second highest paid quarterback in the league right now. Fantastic. Great for Kyler. Great for his business and his brand. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. They decided to throw in a clause about studying. They had an independent study clause that required Kyler Murray to spend four hours a week doing extra study outside of his other team and league responsibilities. Uh, wow. A little insulting. They wanted him to study – what is it? Film, the playbook, all this stuff. They wanted him – was it a week or a day, Shrey?
1: It's four hours each week, excluding yeah. any bye week during the playing season. And – independent study meant that he would have to watch stuff on an iPad or, you know what I mean? Like it it would have to be, it would have to be like personal study time outside of, outside of, you know, football, you know, camp stuff, practice stuff, things of that nature. He'd have to like kind of take that time. And it's a, it's an, it sounded like the way it came out and how it came out sounded like it was an indictment on, Calimary as a football mind, in a sense.
0: I, well, it's 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 it puts in a question. It's like the team looks at him, and it. I think it's really bad press. I think it's really oh, it's bad. Horrible.
1: Press, it was horrible comments. press, and we'll talk about that uh, how it was horrible press. But.
0: Well, here, yeah, here's why. It's that you are questioning the 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 almost the intelligence, but it's like the dedication of your quarterback, even your coach went out and said, "I thought he studied enough." Mm. A lot of people in the media – I mean, you can't be as good as Kyler Murray is. You can't make the plays that he – I mean, you think what? He's just hucking the ball? No. I, that is incredibly insulting. Oh, hey, man, you need an extra four hours of study time because, you know, you got a quarter billion dollars, so we just got to make sure that you're on our side. <laughs> no. That's that is,
1: crazy. Wow. Yeah.
0: You know, seriously. And that's kind of calling him stupid. If I was Kyler Murray, I'd be freaking pissed. to would be like, oh, you don't yeah. think I'm doing my job? Thanks.
1: Seriously, I mean, I mean, and it it also shows like who, okay, what side I'm like for me, it sounds like the team side was the one that put this out right. Why would Kyler Murray want this out there? The team probably, you know, someone on the team leaked it out. This addendum and it it came out. Man, you know, Kyler Murray. When you talk about the talent, he's got the talent, right? It. it I would pick that talent almost any day, right? Like like when you talk about the ability to run, uh scramble, make plays out of the pocket, have a great arm, right? Obviously the height can be an issue, but he does yeah. everything else, right? And he can run. He's got wheels. For sure. To then add to then put this on him like almost like, hey, like we paid you this money.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you have we, to study, man. You, he gotta, was, he had yeah, to you receive gotta study credit.
1: Oh. yeah yeah like almost like this was like summer school or something like like hey you didn't do the you didn't do all your work the past couple of years now you're gonna have to now you're gonna have to you know add another course on top of it or you know get to that credit level It was almost like being back in college i was like holy crap like they really they really put that out and max it wasn't long after that they were like oh no no, no this is bad press we got to take this out
0: they took it off they took it off. They took it off yesterday, or it's reported yesterday. Uh, not even that, a week. That's even of not even a week. That is even worse. And roasting. roasting, yeah. Dude, they the 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 Cardinals HR the, the PR people were having a nightmare. They were like, they went probably to the president. They're like, please get this undone. I mean, really? No, straight. It's insulting. <laughs> and two, and Kyler also said he made comments. He's like, dude, I went to college, okay. I played multiple sports at the same time and studied for my classes. He's like, I watch film on my own. Right. I mean, if you imagine if this came, like if this came out before he signed it or when he was making the decision and stuff like that. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, there was already a contentious relationship and frankly, like if the
1: Cardinals are going to act like that towards your superstar.
0: Oh,
1: yeah, they're not, they got, they're They're not treating him. Yeah. They got him to sign. Which obviously he's under contract, but I mean, making him disgruntled while being there isn't going to help your chances of,
0: you know, retaining a
1: great relationship with the coach and having the, the front yeah. office and, you know, wanting him to do what's in the best interest of the team. Like, you know, later on in that contract, he could be like, I mean, I don't really like it here. Well, do I've done enough for you right now. Like, what am I get, What else do you want me to do? Like, he could have that kind of kd-ish attitude if they keep kind of treating him this way or I, sh- not playing their cards right in a sense maybe maybe not you know treatment is one way or the other but like it seems like from like a media perspective they're definitely not playing their cards right the organization is so
0: yeah yeah yep i i totally agree so one last thing before we get out of here um devon <laughs> god show god show? It's French. Have you ever heard of him? No, no, no. no, no. 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 Ask yourself. If you're <laughs> in the car, if you're at home, and we're talking about NFL still here, people. Have you ever heard of Devon Godshaw? Because I sure haven't. But he's now the 13th highest paid defensive player in the NFL. Wow. And this comes fresh out of our home team of New England. I know. We keep talking about the Patriots and their terrible management decision. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) He was a guy who is part of the 25th, ranked 25. So one of the worst defenses last year, one of the worst run defenses last year. Uh, And coach Bill Belichick comes out and says, wow, he is one of the best defensive players in the league. I don't know if that's possible and i don't know what kind of hoo-ha the patriots have been smoking over these past few weeks but this just goes right on the list of terrible decisions and and like what the heck are you doing
1: type of moves the, the thing is okay you had him under contract for this year what did he show you what did he show you that made him say oh before training camp, we gotta sign this guy. Before training Lord camp. Knows we, Lord knows we get to the off-season and everyone's clamoring over Devon Godchow. Like, that's that is that the state we're in? Is that the state we're in that Devon Godchow needs to be off the market immediately before he plays a snap in the 2022 season? That if we don't get him now, he'll never come back. And wow, we'll have a massive hole to fill up the middle. In the defensive line, like that the, is insane to me. Max, they paid him the twenty point eight million dollars with seventeen point eight five guaranteed. I heard his cap hit went down for next year, right? Like, like the amount of cap sp- money that it went. Down. Oh yeah, they but saved like three
0: million in caps. It's yeah.
1: literally nothing, Max. It's like like a practice squad, a couple practice squad players. Like, is this is that the reason they did this? Was it a money move? Was it to, you know. Appease, and he has one of the the big like biggest agents in football. Max, he has the probably the biggest agent in football. And Drew Rosenhaus, Drew Rosenhaus. It's a these
0: agents are fantastic. Is agent
1: isn't he's like I'll tell you this, Max. He's like the Rich Paul. He's like the yeah. He's like the Scott Gordon Boris. Hayward's agent. Yeah, yeah, like he's like that type of dude for football. He has all the best clients. I don't know if this is like an appeasement, like hey you give god chow this money now like you know what i mean like next time one of my guys comes out for free agency like we'll give you we'll give you the first meeting and you know what i mean like is this like one of those games there was a video of training camp where uh right after the deal broke belichick is coming into i think it was like i think it was the second day of training camp or something belichick is coming in he's walking in and he like kind of looks over to the right uh and sees Drew Rosenhaus, who's Scott Chow's agent, and he literally jogs over. Runs. He's walking. He jogs <laughs> uh, yeah. over to the agent to shake his hand. Like what? I think like, so. Like like straight, he, he, he's like he's like thanks hey, thanks for this contract, dude. You know you really gave us one no, right here. say <laughs> here's my you know what he's got he's
0: got something on Belichick. He's got something. He's got something. I don't know if he saw him with that pumpkin last Halloween. And the unspeakable <laughs> things that were taking place. But it's got to be something. And he's like, hmm, Billy Bill, <laughs> I need a little bit of money. And, okay, straight. Just the one thing that I'm going to say is that the Patriots can't even pay. They can't even appoint an offensive and defensive coordinator because they don't want to pay him. The Patriots wouldn't pay Tom Brady. So why? Why? Why are they paying nameless dude number seven?
1: Also, did you know they had this money, Max? I thought they were like the worst cap team, or like a couple of worst. Did you know where did this War- money come from? How did you how did they magically pull out ten million a year for this kid? How? I don't know. I literally do not know, Max. When we talk about when we talk about, he said Belichick said he's one of the best defensive players in the league. Correct or defensive lineman in the league? What did he say exactly?
0: He said he's one of the best defensive players. Excellent.
1: Is he even is he even top ten at his position, Max? No, no, no. Top... I, I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I excuse me, I misquoted. He is one of the def- best defensive linemen.
1: Okay, best defensive but he's linemen. He's not
0: talking about Vince Wilfork. So is he
1: is, he, is okay, Mac, can I read you the top all the people above Devon Gotcha with this new contract in terms of average annual value at his position?
0: Yeah, and it's okay? gonna
1: uh, yeah, no, yeah. Aaron Donald, DeForest Buckner, Chris Jones. Jonathan Allen with Washington, Vita Vea, Kenny Clark, Grady Jarrett, Cam Hayward, Fletcher Cox, DJ Reader, Javon Hargrave, Dalvin Tomlinson. All yeah, and
0: now, completely,
1: and now, and now, and now, he's right. He's right there. Is he? Is he in the same stratosphere as some of those guys? Let alone even, I, on the same I level. Know, I, don't
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't even. I don't. I straight. I don't even know. I need to go back and watch his film.
1: Max, if you don't know who he is, is he as good as Aaron Donald, Cam Hayward? Grady no. Jarrett, well, DeForest know. Buckner, you Chris know what, Strang- Jones. I don't know. I don't know. I, I literally, I, 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 if I have to watch his think. film to figure out if he's good or not, if I have to go back and watch his film, and I can't remember a single play he's made, Max, he's probably not that good.
0: So, I'm sorry. So here's what happened is that God Chow and Belichick were wrestling. They were doing bare naked mud <laughs> wrestling, and God Chow just didn't let up, right? He just didn't let up. He just had Bill pinned every <laughs> single time. And Bill said, you know what? This man deserves 10 million a year. Right. That's it.
1: Right. He won. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's, he what, he said. That's what happened. That's what happened. So boom. Bro, I can't believe it, dude. I literally saw this contract come up on my phone as a notification and my jaw dropped. I said, This is who we're paying money to. And then we have we have like four wide receiver threes. <laughs> We have like four wide receiver threes, and we're paying we're paying ten million dollars to the to the defensive tackle that didn't really make an impact last year. That was part of the twenty fifth ranked rushing defense. We're paying that type of money to that to, to that guy. Man, he's got it. it. Either they see something, in him, either okay, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, there's maybe like a couple percent chance that we're wrong. I don't see it. I don't see that we're wrong in this case. But, I don't know. Straight haters
0: coming out. This is a terrible take.
1: Yo, I mean, hey, call it terrible
0: when I have you guys don't but- know
1: Devon Godshow?
0: <laughs> you don't know Devon Godchow? <laughs> you Screw me- you, man.
1: <laughs> you know he was one of the first signings we had in that huge free agent hall last year. Like, so there's something about this kid that that Belichick really loves, and if he doesn't show it now in this contract year, right? Before the extension even kicks in, oh my god, is it gonna look bad? He's if he coasts or if he just plays to the level he did last year, where no one even knew his name, basically. Oh my god, oh my god, it's gonna be so bad. Belgium is gonna be Belichick's is his tush is gonna be under the fire, it's gonna be really bad. Uh,
0: under the next bad signing, I just again try to reiterate the point is like if we are notorious for not paying our players. And letting guys walk, why?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why? I think we Bill Belichick this is. We did it He is injecting crack into his veins on a daily basis because he is gone. He's. I'm starting to think he's losing it. I it's, don't know, it's, Shrey. It's I'm going to wait this season. Yeah, a, I'm yeah, giving yeah, him this sure. season.
1: Because maybe what's the, because what's the know. record? What's the record, Max? What's the record where you think okay, this is we're going to have to like think. About are they still
0: doing 17 games, or are we
1: back? Yeah, to 17, 17, 17. Okay. I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, uh I'm going to say six and I'm 11. Gonna say, oh,
0: I was going to go more positive. I was going to give him like a 500. I was going to give him like eight. And oh five. no, no, no. I was
1: saying, no, no. I, I'm i saying like, what's the record he needs to have to basically say, you know, what, it's, it's probably his 10s up or it's close to being up. Oh, if it's six or 11 and worse. Yes. Like six and I think six and 11 is like, cause like say he gets like if we lose a right if he's like a, a game under 5 a game above 500 people don't people would be like okay like yeah it was like a mediocre season but not enough to fire him if he oh, goes I, 6 and 11 yeah. yeah yeah if he goes 6 and 11 that and or lower i mean i i just how do you how do you withstand that type of pain is <laughs> really how do you withstand it you can't keep that you can't keep that so that's we that's that's the my bottom breaking of the barrel point. so fast yeah, yeah, I that's
0: agree. my breaking point. Oh, oh, god! <laughs> I'm, I'm take so a frustrated. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, that okay, great, uh, awesome. Well, with that, oh yeah, no, I agree. I think that they're going to be about 500. Hopeful, hopeful, hopeful. Yeah, but I would say so. not sure. All right, with that. We're going to conclude today's episode. You have been listening to another episode of the podcast called Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Treyas, and we will see you next time. Peace.